Hello and welcome to LTC DON Chat, a podcast brought to you by the American Association of Directors of Nursing Services, AADNS. I'm your host, Rebecca, and today AADNS Curriculum Development Specialist, Alexis Rome, will be sharing her story with you about why she became a nurse and will provide you with a few things to think about to help you find happiness and remember your own why in your day-to-day as a nurse leader. Welcome, Alexis. Take it away. Thank you, Rebecca. Hi, everyone. This is Alexis, and I want to thank you for spending some time with me today. Whether you're at your desk or driving to work, we're glad you're here. I'm really excited about this podcast because it's a subject near and dear to my heart. My hope is that we can laugh a little, reflect a little, and when we're done, I want you to have some practical tips that help you find happiness in your work life and reestablish why you started and why you stay in this profession. So the title of the podcast today is Why Did I Become a Nurse? And I probably have the most embarrassing, uninspiring story of how I became a nurse that I'll share with you. Here it goes. I was clueless as a high school student about what I wanted to do with my life other than be an adult and make my own decisions. I was ready for adulting, as they say. One of my best friends told me about the CNA program for seniors, and then we could start the LPN program once we graduated. It sounded fantastic. I could graduate the LPN program in a year and move out on my own. The bonus was that as a high school student, I could go to the vocational school. And yep, it's been that long ago that they called it a vocational school. But anyway, I would go take the CNA course and miss the college math prep course. So that's what I did, no real thought. But I was very close to my grandparents and I had helped care for my grandfather who had suffered from several CVAs So fate stepped in for me. And this takes me to the first tip. What is your why? Now, I obviously didn't have that inspired moment that so many of you have experienced. But I'm so glad fate stepped in because I fell in love with nursing and caring for the geriatric population. I want to take this back to you now. Why did you become a nurse? Was it to make a difference? Was it because you felt a calling? Do you remember those first days in your clinical rotation and how excited yet terrified you were? And did it feel like you were starting the beginning of fulfilling your why? This why is so important because it's what makes you happy and gives you that drive and passion which you bring every day to your facility. Your why is the driving force. Tip two, how do you live your why? I've been really privileged to see brilliant nurses nursing. I want to tell you about a moment that was something I'll never forget. Sometimes I even get teary when I talk about it because it was such a sad moment, but also so meaningful. I think nurses need to hear what they do really does have a profound impact on others. I was consulting for a sniff and had an appointment to meet with the DNS Abby. Knowing Abby the way I know her, I knew she'd be out making rounds. So I'm walking around and see her in a room lying on the floor beside a resident holding their hand and she has tears coming down her face. 
This resident was relatively young with a terminal illness, and the only way she felt safe was to sleep on a mattress on the floor. Her illness was really horrific, and she was having pain and other really disturbing symptoms facing the end of her life. And Abby is there holding her hand, caring for her, crying with her. This is the nurse I want caring for me, I thought. Abby finally leaves the room and goes to the chart and starts analyzing and synthesizing what's in the chart to see what she can do to help her. This is the technical side of nursing. And again, this is the nurse I want caring for me. Watching Abby was so profound for me. I tell the story whenever I get the chance because so many nurses get lost in the rush of doing tasks that living the why of nursing is lost. We forget to prioritize the caregiving. And this is when we begin to think that we aren't making a difference and it's not worth it. When you think about how you live your why, consider scheduling doing something that makes you happy or gives you fulfillment as a nurse. Literally, put this on your scheduler or your phone's calendar with a reminder. It may be holding a resident's hand, encouraging a new nurse, or anything else that fulfills your why. Whatever it is, let your day start off and end with your why. Thank you, Alexis. Those are some great tips so far. Listeners, please stay tuned while we take a quick commercial break. Now that PDPM is here, there's no better time to focus on your QAPI program. Be the QAPI expert your facility needs by earning your QAPI Certified Professional Credential. Learn more by visiting aadns-ltc.org backslash qcp-certification. Welcome back. Let's continue our chat with Alexis Rome as she covers some helpful tips you can use day to day to rekindle your happiness in the workplace and remember why you became a nurse leader. Take it away, Alexis. Thank you, Rebecca. The next tip is your why is important. When you step in the door at your community, are you bombarded with people and what they need from you? Are staff requesting vacation? asking you to deal with call-ins, asking questions about the schedule, or complaining about who didn't do what? How often are these issues an immediate concern that you have to address right then? I'm guessing many of you listening were shaking your head about all the stuff people think they need immediately from you, uh, but that's not really the case. We expect charge nurses to have time management skills, but let's apply that to ourselves. Simple example, when you're bombarded at the door, just as I mentioned, let people know that what they have to say is important. But if it's not an emergency, let them know when you can meet with them. You've got to manage your time or others will manage it for you. Through the years, I have watched many DNSs in action, and sometimes it's very sad because the DNS becomes the scheduler, the PR and float pool, the supply manager, the hiring manager, the admission coordinator, and the list goes on. The DNS should not have to pick up every task that needs to get done, but no one else is doing. As a DNS, remember that your why is important, your position is important, and you should be delegating tasks in order to assert that. 
Try this. Write down how you spend your time every day and ask yourself if it makes sense. Are you wasting time doing things others should do and that leaves you short for time things only you can do? Depending upon the situation, you might have to work through this with your administrator and your clinical team. But this is worth exploring so that you can actually do the job you're hired to do and feel that sense of accomplishment. Our final tip is to believe in yourself and your why. Start out the day with a positive frame of mind. On your drive to work, do you start preparing for the day, but in a way that sets you up for more of the same, looking down on your role? Do you catch yourself thinking, ah, they don't need me to be a DNS. I don't really matter. I don't know how much longer I can do this. I'm guessing right now many of you are relating to what I'm saying, but want to shout, but you don't understand. If I don't do it, it won't get done. Let's think about that, because if that were really true, then my question to you is, what happens then when you get burnt out and you quit? Who will do all those things you were doing? Maybe the next DNS and you hope and pray for them and the residents and the staff. Let's rethink this. Start off your day with positive self-talk. I can do this. I wanna make our team the best it can be and provide the best care for our residents. But then you have to be intentional about a plan of action that enables you to work through the tips we've just talked about. So let me remind you of those four tips to include in your plan of action. Number one, remember your why. Number two, live your why by doing things that bring you happiness and purpose. Three, prioritize your why. And four, believe in yourself and your why. Thank you, Alexis. Those are some great tips you provided for nurse leaders today. Listeners, thank you for joining LTC DON Chat. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't hesitate to hit the subscribe button so that you never miss a future episode. For more resources and tools for nurse leaders, please visit our website at www.aadns-ltc.org. 